This episode of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Rich's Billiards, 5815 Weber. Not your average heroes, the legend continues, and also sponsored by Emo Night. Check out the return of Emo Night at Rich's Billiards live Saturday night, September 18th. It should be an epic night. And speaking of epic nights, welcome to another edition of the Main Event Talk podcast. I am the main event player, the super seed, the god among gods, the king among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking God's green earth. And we're one day away to check out AEW's All Out. That's going to happen live this Sunday on pay-per-view, which is going to feature the AEW World Championship being on the line, Kenny Omega defending his championship against the Impact Wrestling World Champion Christian Cage. The last fight between Chris Jericho and MJF. The NW the AEW World Tag Team titles were decided as the Young Bucks defend the championships against the Lucha Brothers inside a steel cage. And then, of course, the biggest return, the comeback story ever. For the first time since 2014, CM Punk makes his long-awaited return back into the ring in Chicago, Illinois, and he's going to take on the young daredevil himself, Darby Allen. Is CM Punk still the best in the world? We're all going to have to find out, and so much more. So before the main event gives you his predictions on all the matches that are going to take place, if you guys have not had an opportunity to check out AEW Countdown, or the Countdown to AEW All Out, which took place on TNT, and it's also on YouTube. Get a chance to check it out while you can. And if you want to listen to it right here in the Main Event Talk, here is your opportunity. Get a chance to listen to it right here in the Main Event Talk podcast, and then immediately when this is over, the Main Event will give you its predictions on all the matches and you know give you an idea as to who will win and who will lose, and a certain person is going to be making a surprise appearance. If it's true or not, you'll find out who that is and so much more. Now, let's get right into it, shall we? Here is the countdown to All Out. And this took place, like I said, on TNT. It also took place on YouTube as well. So get a chance to check it out while you can. But right here on the Main Event Talk podcast, you'll get a chance to listen to it right here on the countdown to All Out. Tonight on AEW Countdown to All Out, we take a special look at the final fight. Is this it for Chris Jericho? Does the AEW Women's World Champion Dr. Britt Baker have what it takes to retain her title? Plus, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, take on the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage. And the AEW World Champion Kenny Omega takes on his nemesis, Christian Cage. But up next, JR sits down with the best in the world, CM Punk, ahead of his match with Darby Allin this Sunday. AEW Countdown to All Out starts right now. talk about is all out September 5th that's the official reason you and I are sitting here but I want to say it's good to work with you again it's a 
<laughs> it's such a pleasure to be sitting here talking to you. We've done this before. A couple of times. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool to be doing this, but in a different environment. Who'd have thunk it a few years ago? Not me. Me neither, man. Yeah. Me neither. I was honored to be able to, on the broadcast team for that, that rampage in Chicago at the United Center, which was the most memorable moment that I can remember because even Foley getting tossed off the cell, nothing struck me personally and emotionally like that night because it, it renewed my love affair with my mistress, pro wrestling. Wow. That's the best compliment I can give you. That's... I fell back in love after 40 years. So heading into your debut and return to the professional wrestling ring, are you nervous for tonight? Yes. <laughs> you want me to expand on that? Yes. <laughs> How do you feel? Yes. He said yes, we felt I was nervous. Shut the f up. We're doing some professional. Some real professional. That's hey, all you need. Real professional stuff here. Yes, well, I am well, I am well, nervous. I uh but I'm it's not a negative thing, uh, because there is some pretty big moments in my, my career where I wasn't nervous at all and that meant I didn't care. So being nervous is good because it means I care. What did you think? walking out there or did you anticipate the ferocity of this reaction i think i had a good idea of what the reaction was going to be but doubts creep in and you know you 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 question yourself you question do these people remember me and i was nervous but everything washed away the instant that music hit and i heard the first riff yeah and then i couldn't hear anything else I've heard loud pops, and we all love the turn of the road warrior pop. Yeah. God bless them both. But man, the sustained pop, the sustained roar, grown men crying. Did you think it would be that level? No, I, I didn't. I didn't think it could be like that. But I, you know, I think this business—you have to balance your ego out with being humble. You know, there's there's always somebody around the corner that's waiting to watch you fall flat on your face. I'm back because I want to work with that young talent that had the same passion that I had stamped out. I'm back because there's a couple of scores to settle in that locker room. It's uncharted territory for me. You know, I think it's uncharted territory for a lot of the fans too. Uh, they've been—I feel waiting for me to come back um, but not only come back but to come back and be that cm punk before everybody knew who cm punk was to an extent the guy that like you said loved pro wrestling the guy that whose passion came through and i think it was the perfect storm all that collided and they saw it and i felt it and it was it's kind of nice to get your flowers while you're still alive, you know. August 20th, 2021. 
back. You interacted spontaneously with so many fans at ringside. Did you actually know any of those people? Well, there was a couple of my family members, like my sisters, and my brother in the front row. You must have known somebody for tickets. <laughs> those are the only people who, who, who wanted tickets. The people I jumped on, stage dive, I have no idea who those guys were. <laughs> I think they got to do a little bit of a better job catching me next time. Yeah. And there will be a next time. <laughs> there will be a next time. That's what everybody wants to hear more of. I read online or somewhere, one of our guys told me that you had been talking to Tony Khan for quite some time. Uh, before making your decision what does quite some time mean a year year and a half two years how long have you guys been chatting i think initially i mean it's probably been about two years you know this isn't a decision that i came to lightly ultimately it was my decision but you know the boss of the house april i had run everything by her and it needed to be the right time i needed i think the more i thought about it and the more i digested it and then the more I saw AEW, the more it helped my decision. And, you know, there's just the thought process going into it so much. There's a lot of baggage, there's a lot of pain, and there's a lot of hurt that you gotta sift through. And, you know, uh, I do think, you know, you're never gonna get better in the place that made you sick. So I had to be removed from it all. And, you know, they say time heals all wounds. I don't know if it heals all of them, but that's why I make the distinction of, you know, where I was and where I am now. They're two, two separate things. You and Tony are having this talks for quite some time. Kind of piqued your interest, or at least I, I'm curious again, maybe could I do it, don't want to do it, don't want to make a commitment. So I'm assuming you started watching our shows, watching Dynamite and, and others. What was your initial thought when you were watching it? Did you think, this brand's got a chance, it's gonna find its heartbeat? I used to go to a lot of punk rock shows when I was a kid, you know? And to see bands like, you know, Green Day play a, a bowling alley in front of 250 people. And then the next year, they're selling out the Aragon Ballroom, and then, you know, now they're doing stadiums. It's like, I see a lot of kids that a lot of times I feel certain people would dismiss them. Oh, they're the shits. Well, no, let's try to help them instead of just writing them off. And I love the youthful exuberance of it all. There's an energy to the show and it translates because you can tell that the fans are having the time of their life. And it looks like every Wednesday night, that's somewhere I want to be. It surprised me. Maybe better said, it shot me when you called out Darby Allen. I will see you, and I'll see Sting, and I'll see all of you September 5th. How did Darby Allen come on your radar that you wanted to fight him in your first match back? 15-year-old. CM Punk rolling around in the backyard with his friends. Darby Allen would have been his favorite wrestler. Kids skateboards, kids punk rock. There's something to him. There's parts of him that I feel that some people dismiss. And I think he has a chip on his shoulder. I guess he reminds me of me. So why not? 
Coming up next on AEW Countdown to All Out, is Chris Statlander ready to call herself the AEW Women's Champion? Plus, will the final fight be the end of Chris Jericho once and for all? Seeing what Chris has accomplished in AEW since the debut of our brand has been nothing short of extraordinary. If you think about the labors of Jericho and what MJF put Chris through, Jericho somehow, someway was able to prevail and get victory after victory, except in the fifth and final one. If Jericho loses against MJF, per the stipulation, Jericho has agreed to retire. You can run if I can't beat MJF. Maybe I don't belong in AEW anymore. I don't think anyone understands the ramifications that he felt throughout the wrestling world without having Chris Jericho in it. I'm worried. Chris has a way. He's got this Wolverine healing factor. At the end, I thought he was going to make it through. Jericho has fought through the odds. He has overcome the odds. Chris has battled adversity his whole career. MJF has a very real chance of ending the career of Chris Jericho at All Out. Wow! Right hand from downtown Winnipeg. There is nothing but momentum right now in the favor towards the younger, psychotic MJF. Who knows what he will do if he beats Chris Jericho at All Out. Chris Jericho is a better talent. Chris Jericho is a better person. He is one of the most important professional wrestlers of any generation. Chris can't lose his match. He can't. Sooner or later he'll cut you down. When Dr. Britt Baker had her leg broken last year, a lot of people saw that as a career setback for Britt, but really she made the most of it. It wasn't an accident. It was, in fact, a conspiracy. She stayed relevant. She used her gift of gab to keep herself on TV and to keep herself in the front of mind in the women's division. Britt Baker's elevation, becoming the baddest bitch on the block, wasn't by accident. This would be the start of a whole new era. And damn, was I right. I outworked everyone, and no one was along for the ride with me from day one. We understand her intelligence level. Going through dental school while you're training to be a pro wrestler, super ambitious and she pulled that off she has desire she has passion she has drive and she's super competitive i've always been at the top of aew i've always been the face of this division and i've always been the baddest bitch on the block i fully believe she's the very best in the business not just in her gender but in the business period i bleed black and gold just as much as anybody in here but we can all admit this has been a difficult year for us. There are some people that move the needle, and there are some people that don't. And Brett Baker moves the needle. So Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I present to you hope. Being champion, great. 
staying a champion, another entirely different thing. When Chris Statlander was injured in 2020, that was heartbreaking. Chris Statlander took that ad adversity and she turned it into opportunity. Chris Statlander is back! Chris Statlander looking better than ever! Since she's come back, she's not lost a match. She has not lost a step. I know when I first came to AEW, I was calling one of her matches on Dolph, and I predicted one day she's going to be the AEW Women's World Champion. And I still believe that one day is going to happen. The Statlander has got more physical skills. She's bigger, she's stronger. To me, Chris Statlander is a wrestler. Aside from the stars and this moon and Andromeda, this and all, I, hell, that's way fast than I think, great folks. Sure, Chris Statlander has us out of this world from another galaxy, a little boop on the nose and everything's fine. But don't mistake yourself, there's an incredibly talented athlete and a very smart competitor. And I think that's one of the main concerns that Britt Baker should take into account with Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, you being an alien is a crock of shit. It doesn't get any bigger than what we're going to see at All Out. Fans from all over the world, this is the major stage. Chris Statlander can definitely be Britt Baker. Every single box is checked in Chris Statlander's favor. She definitely is the favorite going into All Out. I think these two ladies are going to tear it off, and it's going to be tooth and nail. I just don't see Britt Baker losing. I don't think anybody can beat the baddest bitch on the block. Baker wins in a swap and knock. Undefeated Chris Statlander, number one contender for Dr. Baker's championship. I'm going on I know there's a lot of doubters out there that don't think I deserve to be in this spot. I don't care about them. In fact, I enjoy hearing their criticism because they don't understand what it takes to get to the spot that I'm in. QT Marshall wanted a few words right here. First of all, it's Marshall, Tony. Let's talk about what shocked the world last week. Tell him what oh, happened, Tony. Well, the factory defeated the Nightmare Family when Anthony Gogo knocked out Cody no, no, Rhodes. No, 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 no. Get to the details, Tony. QT Marshall pinned the Prince of Wrestling, Cody Rhodes, in the middle of the ring. Say it. QT Marshall pinned the Prince of Wrestling, Cody Rhodes, in the middle of the ring. Don't patronize me, Tony. Say it like you mean it. The QT is just a. He's just not a. He's not a nice human. He's, he's a terrible person, put it that way. A week ago, Road Rager, South Beach Strap Match. Tremendous performance by you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tony, what's with the attitude all of a sudden? Do you think I'm buried by the golden shovel Cody holds? Solo, give me that. I should pour this right on you. Come on. I'm kidding, Tony. Come on, jeez. I would never right, So, look, we're going to... Oh, God, QT, good... What? What? You going to hit me? I didn't think so. Tony Schiavone? You want to say you don't like me as a human being? I don't give a crap. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. This is show business, not show friends. I'm going to apologize to you for what we're about to do to your son, Chris Shivani, right now. Don't do this. Oh! All right, I apologize for everything. How about that, you son of a bitch? Oh! What the hell? Now, wait just a damn minute. I think business is about to pick up. Paul White had been really disgusted with QT and his antics. Paul's never had time for QT. This up the ante. Thank goodness he came out, and I would be the last person that would want to get into Paul White's 
way. It's always good to have friends in pro wrestling. It's always good when your friend is the biggest man in pro wrestling. It was amazing to get back in that ring. Whoa, 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 whoa. Paul, with all due respect, there's a reason Tony Khan hired you as an announcer. Five operations in the past 18 months alone. I have a match. And guess who my opponent is? Not all out, it's going to be Paul White one-on-one -on -one versus QT Marshall. This match means a lot to him as far as being able to validate the fact that he has returned from an injury that most cannot. But he has been cleared to rust. He's ready to go. Had he beat Paul White with that purpose that he has? You could see it in his eyes. There's no way QT Marshall beats Paul White. And I'm saying that objectively, not as a guy who has pissed off at QT. Oh! What the hell just happened? Now the shot to the head by Billy Gunn. Diamond cutter by QT Marshall. And now I only wonder if he can even make it 100% at All Out. <laughs> Miro, the reason why I ran out, you said my name. My name is my name, my dude. That is serious to me. I can't be having people call me out and then I don't answer. That makes me look like a chump. Real simple street mathematics there. I will not look like a chump. No offense to Lee Johnson. No offense to Fuego. No offense to anyone else you have fought for that TNT championship. But they weren't ready. They weren't grown men yet. I'm a grown man. I like this. I like the violence, I like the fight, because without a fight, I'm pretty much lost. Call yourself God's favorite champion. Guess what? I'm your punishment. Your God has sent me here to punish you. Miro, I know you're chinking your armor, and that's your neck. Why is the DDT your kryptonite? Because your neck is your kryptonite. Your neck is the chink. Exploder suplex. Spinning back fist, everything on the neck. I'll tell you my game plan. I'm going after your neck. I'm going after everything that you love and desire. And that's that TNT championship, because without that championship, you're no longer God's favorite. Take my hand. We're gonna walk through hell together. And then maybe, if you survive that, you'll get to go to your God's heaven. Doubt it. Eddie Kingston talking about DDTs and Kryptonites. God's favorite champion stays down only for his wife in a hotel room after a victory. The Mad King will realize that redemption comes only after agony. And I'm coming to bring both. God's favorite champion! This is the word of the Redeemer. Well, everybody wants a piece of AEW these days. They're coming from everywhere. Now they're the hottest promotion in the world, selling out buildings, changing the game. What makes them think it's so easy? Don't forget, I'm the guy who carried the world championship on his back. I'm the guy who waved the flag to this company through dark days, through dark times, through empty buildings. I think it's about time we send a message about what it really takes to be on top in AEW, about who's still at the top of the food chain in AEW. Do we get the FedEx back from Tokyo today? One contract, signed, sealed, delivered. Only one. Only one guy with the balls to step through the door. Only one guy with the balls to chase the boogeyman in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I couldn't believe it. Kojima. 
Satoshi. And I thought, man, what a treat for the fans in Chicago to see a legend of New Japan, a legend of all Japan, live and in person. That's a real treat for the fans. And then I started thinking about it. I am insulted. This crazy ass old man who wants to step in the ring, go toe to toe with me, Kojima. Kojima-san, looks like you got a death wish. You want to go out in the blaze of glory, that's fine. Once that bell rings, I got no respect for anybody. I'm trying to take your head off every time I hit you. I'm trying to knock you senseless. Every time I drop you on your head, I'm trying to break your neck. Every time I squeeze you by the throat, I'm trying to break your esophagus and put a hole in it so you have to eat through a straw for the rest of your life. September 5th, it all out. The public execution of the legend, Satoshi Kojima. do for this company you're supposed to say I want to be the AEW champion so that's Russell speak but in, in Phil Brooks heart what do you want to do for this company you know I got to wrestle Eddie Guerrero quite a few times yeah I think so many times that a lot of people out there don't realize it and Eddie Famously got rehired, you know, when I met Eddie and got to wrestle him, he was in the midst of a very dark time in his life. So he hit the Indies. He, I don't think he wanted to be on the Indies, you know. I'm sure he was making okay money, but he wasn't making Eddie Guerrero money. He wasn't making the money they should have. And I befriended this guy, and admits that, he cleans himself up, he gets his job back. He fulfilled one of his bookings against me in Pittsburgh, uh, promoter's name was Norm Connors, Pittsburgh IWC. So I show up to the building and I'm like, I'm so happy for you, dude. You know, this is great. Uh, promoter comes by and gives us times, says, you know, and uh, oh, by the way, Eddie's the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not beating Eddie Guerrero. You know, I was, I think I was the IWC champion at the time. Eddie says, no, I can't beat your champion. You know, I'm let's let's do a let's do a time limit draw. Wow. Okay. So now now I'm nervous. I got to go. I think it was like 30 minutes with Eddie. Can I do this? You know, I like challenges. And I just thought that was super selfless of him. Number 1 to fulfill bookings. Mm. Not a lot of guys would do that. Number 2 to say I don't got to beat you. I'm not going to be here next week, next month you are. And you know, he's he's the champion of a place that for better or for worse, someday I would like to work at, right? So we have this match, the bell rings, the crowd stands on their feet, I'm exhausted, I'm happy it's over, <laughs> you know, because the dude was a machine. Oh boy. And he grabs the microphone and he says, uh, Punky, I, I, can't, I can't leave without, you know, knowing, like he's like, I should have been able to beat you. He said, uh, I want five more minutes and I'm gonna put the IC title on the line. This is, this is not talked about beforehand. Yeah, this is this, this was Eddie. I'm gonna start crying, and I'm like, okay. So we lock back up, and he says, "Sorry, Bunky, I gotta hit the frog splash." <laughs> and I'm just elated because I'm a kid and I love pro wrestling and I love Eddie Guerrero. He hits me with the frog splash. He pins me, and then he gets on the mic and he says, "You know, <laughs> you're good. Someday, you're gonna be up there and you're gonna wrestle me for this up there." That's that's what I would like to do for this company. There you go. 
I'm not saying that I'm Eddie Guerrero to any of these kids in the locker room. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Mm -hmm. But that spirit of wanting to fulfill dates and wanting to give back and also wanting to challenge young wrestlers with scenarios that aren't talked about, pull stuff out of the hat, learn how to ad lib. Man, I, I, I've done, I've literally done everything, you know, except come back and tell the story that I want to tell my way. Right. And along the way, if I can, you know, be Eddie Grow to a kid, I want to do that. You know, I've, there's, there's so many legends of this business that selflessly helped me, you know, I mean, Harley Race, whoever thought Harley Race would like a kid like me, Eddie Guerrero, Tracy Smothers. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on. Coming up next on AEW Countdown to All Out, the Lucha Brothers want the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Is their time now? Plus, the AEW World Champion Kenny Omega will take on Christian Cage this Sunday. Will we see a new champion crowned? And still to come. It took me sitting on the outside looking in to see how things unfold and the more of my friends who got jobs here would tell me how great and different it was. It was the return that we all dreamed of. And it made us all feel alive. united by the moment and will share that memory forever this building hasn't stepped like this since michael jordan was here now the countdown is on darby allen 15 year old cm punk rolling around in the backyard with his friends darby allen would have been his favorite wrestler kids skateboards kids punk rock there's something to him does this daredevil have what it takes to step out of the shadows and into the light it's Chicago. I will see you. And I'll see Sting. And I'll see all of you. September 5th, all out. Or will the best in the world prove that his fighting spirit still burns bright? It's me and you, Darby Allen, and it's a lot less about proving the haters wrong, and it's more about proving myself right. It's the most anticipated fight of the year. Does CM Punk still have what it takes? For the first time ever, it's CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Elite Wrestling presents All Out. It all goes down Sunday, live in Chicago. Look who it is! I know, it's the greatest tag team of all time, the Young Bucks. The EVPs, the extremely violent people. Some people might think that the Young Bucks, their cockiness might go too far. They might be a little bit over the top and it gets annoying. The Young Bucks have bought into their own hype. Really, guys? That doesn't make any sense because for about the past year now, we have shown the entire AEW tag team division that we're the best of all time and there's ain't nobody in our league. Tony Khan has informed me he's had enough, okay? What? And we're going to have a tag team tournament. The winner will get a world title shot in Chicago against you guys in a steel cage. Watch it! Watch! The Lucha Bros were not anointed in this match. They had to earn their right to be the number one contenders for the AEW Tag Team Championship. I like that aspect of matchmaking. You earn what you get. 
there's a history that goes back with these two sets of brothers. They don't like each other. They're ultra competitive against each other. They want to outdo each other. It was all out in 2019. Escalera de la Muerte, the ladder match. Really one of the best tag team matches of that year. We have proven that we are collectively the greatest group of world champions in the history of this business, and they're gonna have to retire our dang jerseys up high in the rafters, because they're gonna have to bury us with these belts. The cage is an interesting stipulation. We've seen time and time again, the Young Bucks relying on the other members of the elite to help them win. This is the way to level the playing field and really give the Lucha Brothers a chance to win it. I've had a lot of steel cage match experience in my career. It's unforgiving, it doesn't care about your hopes. The only thing a steel cage cares about is busting you open. So I hope the Young Bucks are taking this into consideration. Because if they haven't planned for it, they're gonna kiss those tag team championships goodbye. For years, Kenny Omega was known as one of the best wrestlers in the world, if not the best wrestler in the world. Well, one of the reasons that Kenny Omega has been able to maintain a quote-unquote stranglehold on the AEW world title is because he's just that damn good. Kenny Omega and Don Callis have made history. Collecting Goeld all over the world. I think Kenny Omega is the best one-on-one wrestler in the world today. AEW has relied on Kenny to carry the load. Kenny Omega is as advertised. He is tremendous. Not many men can say they've beaten Kenny Omega inside an AEW ring. Christian Cage is one of them. What do you got to look right now at what's happening with Christian Cage since he's came to AEW? He's undefeated in singles competition. He has pinned Kenny Omega already for the Impact Championship. He has charisma. He has talent. He's hungry. And a veteran, hungry wrestler are the most dangerous kind. He beat Kenny Omega. So now Christian has that momentum rolling in. Kenny Omega and I have won so many titles around the world. you carny piece of shit don callis is one of the most petty and vindictive people i've ever met he is an underhanded no good son of a i don't like don callis none of us like don callis congratulations on your win over kenny oh my god it's good to see you to think that what happened between don callis and christian cage will not play a factor in this match that would be naive. The last time I saw you was, yes, when I gave you your first break in the wrestling business, put you on national TV in Winnipeg. How can you really say Kenny Omega's gonna lose a big match? He finds a way to win. We're talking about Chicago. We're talking about a pay-per-view that the world's gonna be watching. I think this match is gonna be unbelievable. For a guy like Christian Cage going into a pay-per-view with this kind of momentum, might be the worst night of Kenny Omega's life. Coming up next, why does CM Punk think that AEW All Out is the must-see pay-per-view of the year?
addressing a guy like him, is it hard to prepare? Or what are you going to do to prepare after seven years gone? Anything different? There's a lot of questions, right? Yeah. There's a lot of questions. Can, can punk still go? Does punk gear still fit? These are questions that I don't <laughs> even know. We're going to answer them on September 5th. But think about this. Darby Allen reminds the legendary Jim Ross of CM Punk. Right. But imagine if that young CM Punk had Sting in his corner. Now, this is a guy that has literally been everywhere and done everything in his mind behind maybe some of the unorthodoxness of a Darby Allen. To me, makes him possibly currently one of the most dangerous opponents in AEW. Why wouldn't I want to test myself? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to dip my toe into the pool. I want to jump into the deep end. Well, he's not an easy out. He's got a great re record here. Uh, he's came through in big moments, so he's got that big match experience. But I think he said it best: wrestling CM Punk is tough. If I'm a guy sitting at home contemplating what I'm going to do on Sunday night, September the fifth. There's this pay-per-view out here called All Out. And CM Punk's going to be wrestling among other stars. Why should I buy it? If I'm the guy that caught your eye and you want to see what I'm all about after seven years, that's yeah. why you buy the pay-per-view. If you want to see some of the greatest athletes in professional wrestling today, that's why you buy the pay-per-view. The future's unwritten. If you want to see CM Punk fall flat on his face, that's why you buy the pay-per-view. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to be as prepared as I can be. And let's see if I can hang with these kids. <laughs> to me, that's what this is about. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of questions that we're going to answer, and we're going to answer them all on September 5th. That's why you buy the pay-per-view. I was just, the point I was making that Tony Khan's done a great job of signing some talented people. And, you know, as the old rumor mill goes, more on the way. Good time to be at AEW, I'd say, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you like to wrestle. Timing's everything, you know, and it was the right time. Yeah. And September 5th, it's uh, it's time to find out if I can still go against Darby Allen. Good luck on September 5th. Great to see you back. Luck's for losers, Jim. Appreciate you. Tremendous AEW countdown show. If you guys have not had an opportunity to check out this event, check it out on YouTube. It's out there right now. See the full event. I'm, I just got done watching this earlier. I'm watching it again today with you guys as you're listening to this episode. And uh, All Out's going to be tremendous. Uh, let's get into all the matches that are going to take place live this Sunday on pay-per-view. Uh, should be tremendous here. Ten matches are going to be taking place. I believe two of them are going to be in the buy-in, I think. Um, just to give everyone some information, if you want to check out All Out, check it out on uh, Fight TV. Of course, you can check it out on Pay-Per-View as well. I think it also get it on, uh, I think on the Bleacher Report. You can also um, look for the Bleacher app, and uh, you can get your hands on the Pay-Per-View. I believe the cost of the Pay-Per-View is... Um, I'm going to say it's forty nine ninety nine. It's probably $50. I may have to look into it and everything else like that. Uh, should be tremendous. Everybody um, well, should all be geared up for tomorrow. Uh, the main event's going to be definitely looking uh, looking forward to checking out. I'm going to be off on Labor Day, so I'll be able to do another episode right after uh, All Out is done. So let's get into all the matches that are going to take place. Uh, the first matchup, now it's not going to be in this necessary order, but I believe these are going to be the two matches that are going to take place in the buy-in countdown show. Um, the first matchup is going to be a 10-man tag featuring members of the best friends, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta 
and Jurassic Express of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus take on Hardy Family Office, HFO. Just in case anyone's interested. Matt Hardy, two of the members of Private Party, uh, and two of the members of Hybrid 2. Uh... This has been this has been a feud. Uh, it's a mixture of a lot of feuds all combined into one and everything. Uh, but just to kind of get this out of the way, the winner of the matchup is going to be the best friends and Jurassic Express. They're going to win this match. I you know, I see that coming right here. And let's see. So far, uh, the next matchup is going to be for the twenty-one women casino battle royale for the women's world championship match. Um, Nyla Rose. Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conte, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shira, Emi Sakura, Jade, Jade Cardhill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Killian King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, Riho and just added uh, a few moments ago uh well uh, I think it was just yesterday Sky Blue will be a part of the event as well and rumors have been speculating that uh Ruby Soho could possibly be a part of the event as well Ruby Soho as you know is the artist formerly known as Ruby Riot from the WWE so we could see that matchup uh, take place uh to predict the winner in this matchup uh i would either i got three women involved who could possibly win this match it could be either and this is a, a start it could be either thunder rosa i'm definitely going for her another would be ruby soho if she's involved in the match and the third and this is the one that's going to kind of get everyone's attention here jade carghill uh she's been undefeated for quite a while uh, Thunder Rosa has been on a roll. Jade has been on a roll. And uh, we haven't heard much from Ruby Riot, but no doubt she'll be a part of the whole festivities happening in this Women's Casino Battle Royale. The winner will be the number one contender for the AEW Women's World Championship. Should be tremendous to check out. A one-on-one -on -one matchup right here. John Moxley going one-on-one -on -one against um, Satoshi... Uh, Ka Kamaji or <laughs> Kamajo or whatever. Uh, I predict that John Moxley will win the match. Obviously, uh, this is going to be a very straight up tough matchup right here. Uh, I heard a, ta a Tabushi, uh, known about his legendary career over in New Japan Pro Wrestling and in All Japan Pro Wrestling as well. So he's a legend in this business. So the main event is going to go with uh, John Moxley here in this matchup. This next matchup right here, Paul White for the first time. Since he was humiliated at the hands of the WWE, <laughs> the artist formerly known as the Big Show, Paul White, will go one-on-one -on -one against QT Marshall. Uh, there's really nothing to talk about in this matchup except QT Marshall's an idiot, QT Marshall's a moron, and QT Marshall really need to stop wearing those bowling shirts. I mean, my God, I mean, every time I see him wearing those bowling shirts, for the love of God, change, man, change! Paul White's going to beat him in 20 seconds. I bet you anything. One knockout shot, and that's it. He'll be done. Uh, the next matchup right here is the final fight. Chris Jericho taking on MJF. If Chris Jericho wins, MJ, um, if 
If MJF wins, Chris Jericho must retire from in-ring competition. To me, and I'll just let this prediction come out right here, right now. I've always felt like when they did the whole five labors of Jericho. Number one, when they went to the fifth level, or when they went to the fifth uh, labor. When it was going to be Chris Jericho versus MJF. My thought was they should have canceled the match. They should have canceled the match so that way they can have the match at All Out because, number one, it would make absolutely great sense to put this match together. And number two, some changes should have been modified, you know, just to make the match make a whole lot of sense. But since it went down the way it did and MJF beat him for the second or what, third time in this whole deal, I think... um, If Chris Jericho is retired, I don't think it's a bad idea. A lot of people have been saying when when that whole Five Labors of Jericho took place that they mentioned something about, oh, well, Chris Jericho did the right thing because he put over on MJF. No, 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 no. You see, the way you put over a wrestler, it's not by, by pinfall. What it is, is to put over a wrestler, number one, obviously you got to, you know, praise them and, you know, talk about their accolades and everything. And also, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, as long as the fans are behind you all the way, no matter what. And that's that's what putting over is. It, it, you know, if you, if you think putting over a wrestler is by winning the match over, whether it's a disqualification or by count out, then you're missing the whole boat on the whole situation here. So even though some people may say that MJF was put over because of Chris Jericho, no, he didn't need to get put over. He was already put over from the start. And the thing is with Chris Jericho is this is about him winning, obviously. I mean, it's, if Chris Jericho retires and it's done and it's over, I think a lot of fans, would, there are some fans that will enjoy that, and then there are some fans that will obviously hate that. And if... Um, MJF wins, it'll be good for his career once again, and maybe he'll get an opportunity at the AEW World Championship somewhere down the road. And if MJF loses, um, some people will consider that burying him. I don't think there's any way to bury MJF, even if you even if he were to lose the match. I think MJF, you know, to me personally, I think MJF, even if he loses this match, it's um he's still gonna come out looking good. He still will. I mean, he's MJF. What do you expect? So my prediction will be, and it's pretty easy to look at, Chris Jericho is going to win this match, hands down. But if it happens and MJF does win, well, I'm wrong. So the winner of the matchup will be Chris Jericho defeating MJF in the middle of the ring. Should be interesting to check out the final fight between these two. Also, for the TNT Championship, Miro, the Redeemer, going one-on-one against the Mad King himself, Eddie Kingston. This is going to be a hard-hitting matchup. I've been following both men's careers for quite a while. Of course, uh, Eddie Kingston was a part of Impact Wrestling. He was a part of the NWA. Then, of course, he's now currently a part of AEW. Of course, we know Miro Miro as Rusev from the WWE. He was a former United States champion, two-time United States champion. And now, ever since he made his uh, career, uh, made his debut in AEW over a year ago, he's been running roughshod over everyone in AEW. I didn't like the whole thing with him and... um, 
Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford. But he's been doing a whole lot better for himself. He's defeated everyone that came in his way. He won the TNT Championship by defeating Darby Allen. And I think that this match with uh, with Miro and Eddie Kingston is going to be hard hitting. It's going to be. I mean, it's God's favorite wrestler or something like that against uh, the man who's sent you know sending God to punish. Mirror and everything else like that. The winner of the matchup, I would love for Eddie Kingston to win the match. I do, but for some odd reason, I think Mirror will win it. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of momentum going. Um, if if things go right and Eddie Kingston wins, it would be great, and I'd I'd like to see that. But I think I'm going to go with Miro simply because he's undefeated. Uh, no one has been able to take down the Redeemer, and I don't think it'll happen. I think Miro holding on to the championship will be just as good as Eddie Kingston becoming the new champion. So Miro will walk out of the cha- uh, walk out. Well, I'm sorry, walk out of all out with the TNT Championship. This one, steel cage match for the tag team titles. The Young Bucks, the champions, going up against the Lucha Brothers. These two have faced off against each other uh, several years ago in the ladder match that happened at the very first All Out. Uh, the steel cage is to prevent anyone from interfering. That means we're not going to have Don Callis there, thank God. And hopefully we don't hear him in the announcer's booth. And if we do, I'm going to have to kick somebody in the fucking balls if, if that dude shows up at the announcer's table. Then it prevents two other idiots, including Brandon Cutlet, as he's been called. And the other one is Naka, 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 get the fuck out of my fucking television set, that fucking moron. And I'm not really much... The, the, you can mark... Look, the Young Bucks are a great tag team. They're a great tag team. And may be the greatest tag team of all time, but they're not the Legion of Doom. They're not the Heart Foundation. They're not the, they're not the British Bulldogs. They're not, they're not Edge and Christian or the Hardy Boys. I mean, look, you can label them as the greatest tag team however you want to put it. But I say at the end... At the end of the day, the Young Bucks, you can't take them seriously as a tag team. You really can't. But unfortunately, the sad part is, I'll be surprised. I'll be very surprised if the Lucha Brothers do win the match. I think they deserve it. They're a better tag team. They've been former Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions before. Uh, I think the Lucha Brothers will beat the Young Bucks, but until that actually happens... I'm going to actually go with the Young Bucks. I, I know that sounds stupid of me to say that, but some, something's going to happen in that steel cage match tomorrow night. We're going to see what the fuck happens here. The next matchup right here, this one for the AEW Women's World Championship, Dr. Britt Baker going one-on-one against Chris Statlander. Um, obviously, the main event's going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chris... I'm going to go with Dr. Britt Baker, I'm sorry. She's got a lot of momentum. She's got a lot of potential. She's the AEW Women's World Champion. She is the face of the company. Chris Statlander, um, great wrestler. Uh, she was supposedly born in 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 a, in, a, in a galaxy far, far, far away, which I don't understand it. I'm going to go with Britt Baker for a couple of reasons. Number one, she's over with the fans. Number two, she's going to have a couple of components over there uh, at ringside. And number three, Britt Baker is more real than Chris Statlander. That's just my opinion. Uh, the next two matchups. Um, 
The next one will be Kenny Omega taking on Christian Cage for the AEW World Championship. Um, well, just to kind of give you an idea, I think the winner of the matchup will be obviously Kenny Omega. And um, there's a lot of people that have asked me this question, and I'll be glad to answer the question because unless I see something a little bit different, I, I will probably have to answer that question. Will we see Daniel Bryan make an appearance? Um, there's a lot of people that have asked me that question. Uh, will Daniel Bryan be showing up in the CM Punk match, or will he just show up at all? We'll find out what takes place at All Out. But as much as I'd love to see Christian become the AEW World Champion, I don't think it'll happen. It's way too predictable. I think the winner of the matchup is going to be Kenny Omega. Not because of outside interference, because there's a possibility that, well, you know, it's Kenny Omega. He's going to win the title. And I know some people are going to say, well, Kenny Omega's the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, but so is Stone Cold Steve Austin, so is The Rock, and so is CM Punk. But, um, <laughs> and until someone changes my mind, he's not the greatest wrestler, I'll tell you that right now. And speaking of greatest wrestlers, comes down to CM Punk and Darby Allen. But before I go ahead and talk about this matchup, because we're getting close to the very, very end of the show right here. Uh, follow the main event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player. Also, you can um, follow my main event talk Facebook page. Even though it's still in jail, you can still like and subscribe at, at facebook.com slash at real main event talk. And if you choose to friend request me, as I always say, proceed at your own risk. Um... Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Um, it's going to be a great matchup here. Uh, obviously, a lot of fans are going to want to see how this is going to turn out. Is CM Punk still the best wrestler in the world? Is CM Punk still going to do the stuff that he's done? Is he going to... Um, now, a lot of questions are going to happen in this one. Obviously, CM Punk will probably win the match. It's very obvious. But for Darby Allen, this is going to be something huge for him because he's going to get put over like never before. He's got put over by guys like Cody Rhodes and guys like Sting. And, you know, Darby Allen, as I always said, he's a young... Ver he's like Jeff... Har he's like a fucked up version of Jeff Hardy, and that is like in, a, in the best compliment, you know, possible. But Darby Allen's going to be in a huge fight like never before because he's not just in the ring with some wrestler. He's in the ring with the best in the world. He's in the ring with CM Punk in Chicago. The question on everyone's mind will be, can CM Punk still be the best wrestler in the world? We'll have to find out this Sunday at All Out. <laughs>
Like you, like.